You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocate Weekly News Bulletin. There's a lot going on in the world. Uh, there's a lot going on in Australia. There's a lot going on in Ospole. There's a lot going on in Canberra. And uh, we're very, very happy to be here to break it all down for you. My name is Clancy Overall, editor of the Batuta Advocate. I'm joined by Errol Park, editor at large. Good morning, Clancy. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm just chugging along. It's uh, back into the new year. I've shaken off the long COVID symptoms and uh, doing all right. How about you? Mate, I've had another application to uh, to leave the country and come back, knock back, because I'm only on a bridging visa here. So I was looking forward to going back to see some family in the UK, but obviously I can't go there and come back. So, yeah, look, not feeling very, uh, very happy at the moment, especially with the federal government. I mean, you know, you can kind of see why, you know, there are people in this world that do certain things to governments. You can see why there were so many people that may have been so strongly opposed to what John Howard did, that left-wing fascist in 1997 when he took away our firearms. Yeah, well, if only we had our guns, maybe we wouldn't have to, uh, you know, set fire to old colonial establishments like old Parliament House. We could just go in there with guns. Mm. SKS. Careful, Errol. Spotify might be taking us off their platform. Yeah, Errol, so Errol, Parker, Errol Parker might take an issue with that. And, and there joins us... Uh, the youngest member of the team, uh, the cadet Wendell Hussey, a man too young to remember when all the hardware stores sold out of Poly Pipe and everyone buried their AR-15s and AK-47s in a paddock out the mm. back. How are you going, mate? Yeah, going well. Uh, going better than Errol Parker, by the sounds of things, and probably our Prime Minister too, really, um, which I think is going to lead us into our first story. Things aren't good for Prime Minister Scott Morrison, especially now that the opposition leader, Anthony Albanese, is actually starting to get a little bit of press. This story in particular is about Albo admitting he lost track of the market price for bread when the Vietnamese arrived in Marrickville. Yeah, Morrison seemed to cop a bit of flack this week by saying, and I quote, I'm not going to pretend to you that I go out each day and buy a loaf of bread and I buy a litre of milk, which seemed to uh, spark outrage amongst a room full of journalists who probably don't know what they cost either. Yes, I reckon there might be a few blokes Scotty's age who aren't across the price of essential food items, but they weren't standing up there at the press club making a fool of himself on Tuesday, that's for sure. And Labor leader Anthony Albanese has played it much cooler, admitting he doesn't know either, coming out to admit that he hasn't known the price of bread since the 1970s when the Vietnamese started rolling into his local electorate. He gave that interview with a sizable barn meat pork roll, that's Vietnamese for pork roll, in his hand, of course. Yeah, he said to us, quote, I honestly couldn't tell you either, mate, not because I don't go shopping anymore, I just don't go to shopping centres. I'm from Marrickville, fuck ya. Strong words from Anthony Albanese there. And Breadgate continues. Another notable national leader has come out to comment on Scott Morrison's words. It was Bob Catter, the member for Kennedy up there in North Queensland. And I might throw to you, Errol Parker, for this headline. What did Bob say? Yeah, no, the headline on that one was a direct quote uh, from, from an interview that Bob gave. And the quote was, The price of bread is solely dependent on whether Con from Samos Groceries in Cloncurry has done his ass on the punt over the weekend. Once upon a time, he used to bake the stuff himself, but, you know, old Con's slowing down a bit nowadays. It's not that dastard TAB breathing down his neck either. He's been popping those tablets Dr. Rajesh gave him for his hip like they're bloody smarties. Not to mention the grog. We're talking about a bloke that puts a long neck of port in the freezer overnight and drinks the shit out of a schooner at breakfast like it's a frozen Coke. 
Come to think of it, I think that old Greek is still running a cash-only setup. Don't blame him, really. The banks and the ATO have crippled this part of the world. Yes, yeah, just a quick comment from the uh, member for Kennedy there, obviously highlighting the fluctuations of the price of bread in the northwest Queensland region, while also indulging in a bit of full-blown gossip about some of his constituents. He did continue on for another half an hour or so, but we haven't got time to broadcast all of it. Well, at least Bob knows the name of his local baker, which I don't think any other politician in this country knows. Oh, I'd agree with that too. Scotty Morrison thought that his local baker's name was Brumby. What a champ. Flagon of frozen port does sound delicious, I must say. Finance now, and there's some good news. The Reserve Bank has put off plunging the country into an intergenerational recession for another quarter. The time for panic is near, but it is not today. That's the message from popular bank simp Philip Lowe this week, who has decided to keep interest rates at an all-time low. That's right. For the umpteenth consecutive quarter, the Reserve Bank have decided to protect banks and their speculative investor customers for another quarter because, as they told us, when the rate rise comes, the misery will also follow. But, as it has been pointed out, there might, that's a very big might, only be one more quarter until Labor are in power. That's when we know for sure that interest rates will start to go up. Music news now, and a Joe Rogan fan has come out to say, fuck Neil Young, Sweet Caroline is overrated anyway. Yes, an angry Ryan Prowse from Batuta Heights has thrown his weight behind popular podcaster Joe Rogan this week. The big fella revealed that Neil Young is no loss for Spotify, so he's not really sure what all the carry-on's about. Yeah, I'm kind of on, on Ryan's side here. I reckon Neil Young can go and get fucked too. But anyway, he told our reporter, nobody gives a shit about Neil Young. Like, he did one good song 20 years ago and now he's spitting the dummy. The only people that like Sweet Caroline are people at the footy and drunk people at the RSL. Southern man don't need him around anyhow. I don't think he's a big fan of Joni Mitchell either. Finishing up with some feel-good news for the week, and a local teacher has upgraded his Mazda 3 to a Mazda CX-5 after picking up the new role as year group coordinator. Yes, year four primary teacher Connor Rankin is currently enjoying showing off his newly boosted salary at South Batuta Primary School. He said while his old Mazda 3 from the back end of uni days was sensible, safe and cheap on fuel, it was time to splash on a flash new vehicle. And splash he did by locking himself into a loan for a Mazda CX-5. After two years of managing difficult classrooms and volunteering to run the school FETI, Connor is finally enjoying the fruits of his labour with his new car and his ability to play Coldplay through the built-in Bluetooth speakers. Very fancy there indeed. Now, Bruce Myers left a comment on that story saying, "Um, as a teacher who got a CX-5 after becoming a year group advisor, I wonder if you guys are having a really slow news day. I much prefer Jamiroquai to Coldplay. I prefer Jamiroquai as well. I mean, you can only dance to Coldplay if you're on heroin. And that's all we've got for you this week. We hope you've enjoyed our news wrap and we'll be joining us again next time. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.